We've populated this podcast with men so we can contain their bad opinions. Keep their popularity topping out at number 17 to the Philippines. You fool! In a single gender environment, podcasters have been known to change from male to female. You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla. King of the casters with NBN Brandon. And Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla King of Casters. I'm your female host, NB Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Brandon's not a woman, but he plays Fallout New Vegas, so he's an ally. (laughs) (laughs) I've been holding on to that one for days, Brandon. Uh, We should specify that this is not a bit, uh, but yeah. uh, I do play Fallout New Vegas. Anyways, on to the show. <laughs> yeah, on to the show. Uh, so before we talk about Lost World, I did lose a bet, and I do have to update everyone on that bet that I lost. Uh, you fool. So, yeah, so if you listen to our Gulliver's Travels episode, I bet that would be our most listened to episode on day one ever. And it wasn't. It got close, but it wasn't. Uh, but So now I have to read Gulliver's Travels, <laughs> and it's not a good book. But, so, I've read, so far, the first of the seven islands, uh, Lilliput. Seven? Yes. Oh, you poor soul. And, <laughs> so, Lilliput, which is the one covered in the movie, where it's small people, uh... It's the first one? Yeah, and a lot of the... No, you got six else to go after also, the main one? Also, you wanna know something funny? No, not funny, but very concerning for me. Yeah. One of the seven islands. Japan. Just just straight out Japan. Yeah. So Jonathan Swift, the very white man from the United Kingdom. Oh no. In the well, he's an Irish writer. That's probably actually offensively Irish to say, but uh but to say that he's from the United <laughs> Kingdom, uh, especially at that time period, because he was very important for for uh protest against the colonization of the of Ireland by the British. But anyways, very white man writing about Japan in a comedy book. I'm very concerned for where oh, this is going. No. But, uh, featuring so what you're saying he's featuring just wacky characters like the lily puts, yeah. the tiny humans and the, the horse people the horse and people. the Japanese. Japanese. I'm very concerned. <laughs> also That's the Governor's Travels movie is weirdly accurate. Uh, to that Lilliput section, like almost every bit is is contained within that section. Oh my goodness! Uh, there's a thing where that they they have it kind of with fruit, but also livestock are small on Lilliput, and they never wow. show that. So you're saying Jack Black caused a massive famine? Oh, that's actually yeah, that's a big plot point. But yeah, uh, so oh, and the peeing on the princess to put the fire out. Yep, it's in the book. Uh, it, it and in the book, it does come back to haunt him because then they're like, at first they praise him, but then when the politicians start to hate him, they're like, he pissed on the princess. That is, the pissing in the presence of royalty is punishable by death. 
pissing on them. To then try definitely. to build a little, a giant guillotine. <laughs> so like, uh, but, so what, so I guess to close this out, what is the next island? Do you know what the next uh, one the is coming up is? The next one is Brockthignagia, so that's the big person one. Oh wow, yeah, really getting those two out of the way quick. Then it's, and the first two take up the first half of the book roughly. Oh really? Then a fourth of the book is like, uh, four of the islands that just bow, 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 uh-huh. and Japan is in there. Uh, but is Japan the last one? No, the final one is the, so it's, so the way it's written, it, the, this island is written to be pronounced because <sighs> it's the horse person island. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the <sighs> Yeah. That island. <laughs> wow. Looking forward to the, the big people island where apparently you've implied that he goes up a lady's hoo-ha. That is, that is what I've heard. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Look forward to the next episode where we talk about that. Well, not the next episode. Next episode, <laughs> we're recording on the same day, so I have not. I will not be reading another fourth of the book in that time period. Just, just skim it while uh, we're watching while we're watching JP three. But before we get to JP three, we gotta talk about JP two. The Lost World Jurassic Park, which is such a clunky name. Like every time I hear it, I want to say Jurassic Park: The Lost World. Wait, it go the Lost World it's, first? Yes, it's the Lost World colon Jurassic Park. Really? I thought on IMDb it was the opposite. Lost World, a park story. Basically. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. It's the Lost World Jurassic. That is so clunky. It is so clunky. Why did you? Uh, you know, thematically that might be fitting. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's very clunky. It's a very it's a clunkified film. Yeah. So, so yeah, we watched Jurassic Park: The Lost World because we're we're gearing up for Jurassic Park Dominion, which we are not hearing good things about. Oh yeah, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. Um, so yeah, we're talking through all the Jurassic Park movies. So now we are on the Lost World, and I guess we could start with our our overall thoughts about the the highly anticipated Jurassic Park sequel that came out. I want to say three years. Three years later? Uh, it, four years later. So after the double whammy of making Jurassic Park and Schindler's List in the same year, uh, Spielberg took a four-year break from filmmaking. Okay, I could see and that. And then he came back with The Lost World. Yeah. Ah, okay. So... And that was at... Because that's the time where... So in that intermediary, he forms DreamWorks. Wow. Yeah. Not having a busy, uh, to, not having a quiet vacation. <laughs> I had a little vacation, you know, for one of the biggest animation studios of all time. Yeah, just a little gift, just a little thing I did. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, so then we get this, and he the wants only... to get, he wants to get the team back together. He wants to get, uh, like his, so, you know, he gets Goldblum, because that, because all they knew was that Goldblum was such a sensation in the first one that they really wanted him back in a lead role this time. Yeah, it's the only sequel that Spielberg himself directed, too. Yeah, and... The rest of them are, I think, producer credits. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Yeah, here. and that... The only Jurassic Park sequel. The way you phrased that did make it seem like he'd never done a sequel before, which... There's few. There's been very yeah, few. Yeah, I mean, all Indiana Jones is. Basically, it's just Indiana Jones and Lost World. Yeah. Number eight. 
There's got to be a... I think that's it. Think about it. That he directed. He he didn't make close encounters of the fourth kind, (laughs) you're telling? There wasn't no... There wasn't, like, Amistad 2 Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Nope. Um, But, yeah, so so that's... Very few that he's directed, so this is a very special case of that, where um, that happened. So he's trying to get the team back together. You were saying, and, yeah, he gets Goldblum, uh, and you know, and also uh, Addenborough in a small role, uh, and he get he tries to get Dean Cundy, his uh, his who was integral to the first one, he's the cinematographer who helped invent how to shoot this stuff. But Dean Cundy was directing his directorial debut, a movie. Called Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. The third Honey, I Shrunk the Kid mo- kids movie. Oh, God. That technically counts now for us. <laughs> or Honey, oh, yeah. I Blew Up the Kid. <laughs> the, we, the Honey Trilogy will be coming. <laughs> the Honey Trilogy. There's three? I thought there were... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. <laughs> and Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. The Dean Cundy one. <laughs> The third one. Sorry, Spielberg. I got more higher art to, to become a part of. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, overall thoughts about Lost World. I guess I'll start. Um, This movie has really great moments in it attached by, like, paper. <laughs> yes, that is... Spielberg knows how to create a good set piece. Really, obviously... But the it's just so clunky getting between set pieces and infuriating at times. Yeah, like the imbi- it's like the connective tissue is just very, very atrophied. Yeah. It's like there's like two third acts in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both fun, but there's no transition between them. Yeah, and it just it the so there was some stop and start during the filming of this movie that I think we'll explain that. We'll talk about that later. But uh, you've got... But yeah, so it's... I don't know. It was a film that I had a lot of fun at moments watching it, but overall it is not a good movie, uh, in my opinion. Uh, and... Yeah, so... What did those monsters do? You know, you said you have a lot of effects stuff. Still a good amount of effects, because that Jurassic Park documentary I watched was on all three, and I don't know if I mentioned it during the first, we recorded the first episode, because this is three weeks after, folks. It's been a bit. Yeah. But um, the, the documentary, it was like two-thirds about the original. Yeah. You got like half an hour into the for Lost World and then you got like 15 minutes for the third one. <laughs> so like pretty ascending order. But um yeah, from what that monster do, there is a oh, there's a lot of stuff in this one. So I, I guess we would start off by saying uh there's a lot more highly requested dinosaurs in this movie. Yeah. Like um the patchy, you know, the uh the one with the big old dome heads smack into each other. They have though So yeah, there was for the Stegosaurus there was so much fan mail Spielberg got from the first <laughs> one, where it's like, I love this movie, but where is the Stegosaurus? Because when I think of dinosaurs, it's like you got like the big four. You have like a T Rex. Yeah. You know, there's like a few big dinosaur archetypes, mm-hmm. and Stegosaurus is one of those. Yeah. 
So it's kind of like, where was he in the first one? So they they went out pretty good in here. You had like stare, you know, the Stegosaurus had like a full like animatronic puppet to it in those few scenes. Yeah, and we got the uh, a dinosaur that had been teased to us in the first one, uh, but we didn't get to see because uh, the uh, I can't pronounce the name either. The Friar Tux, as <laughs> as Pete Postlewaite's hunter character calls them, the Elvises. <laughs> now we did get Elvises oh, no. in the first one. But okay, the Friar Tux are the the dome head ones. Yeah, those ones. Yeah. So like, it was very interesting that. I'll talk more generally about like how they approach the effects of this movie, and then some specific examples. Where by the set by the Lost World, they pretty much had it set up that okay, so our VFX style is if you see the dinosaur in a full body, we're gonna make that CG. If there is close-ups, it will be prosthetics yeah. or like you know physical yeah. puppets, and I think that is a good idea. I wish they kind of would have kept that for all the movies. Yeah. I think. I think Jurassic Park 3 still does that. I think by the time we get to World, no. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's going to be something, is while that happens. But I think it's a good effect because, like, the times in this movie where the CG did not hold up as well is when they had close-ups of it. Yeah. It's, like, uh, and it is... I, I think it's more just there's a lot more daytime scenes for, for the... For... Uh, for the dinosaurs, like, just a lot of broad daylight sequences. and Yeah, in between trees for lighting, which is really hard to do. And it, that, I think, is what sinks a lot of, the, a lot of the, uh, the CGI in this version. I also think it's interesting that I read that there's 50% more dinosaurs in this movie versus the original. Hmm. So what I think could also be interesting is that, you know, they had more to do with it. <laughs> so maybe it's like you see them more in the movie, so it's like you can feel it more. I think the probably the the scene that holds up the least well is the Stegosaurus probably is that moment where it's like this isn't when it's like the stampede of them yeah. when it's at night and the, like the night raid on the yeah. camp it looks fucking awesome that does look great. it looks really good so I think the choice to I think in the first one there's like a couple most of the time it's in the, most of the time the CG is at night or dimly lit if I remember right. Because in the yeah. first one you have you have the the ostrich looking ones running in a herd. We have that scene. Yeah. We have the the first you know welcome to Jurassic Park scene. Yeah. Other than that, there's not that many like daylight lit in yeah. the first one. A lot more in this one. Mm-hmm. But like, so that was their approach. Is they were like, we're gonna go like 50 ish on this, but like close ups, it's gonna be prosthetics. So, there were some interesting things they did about experimenting more with backlighting the dinosaurs. Like, in the raid yeah. scene, it looked really fucking good. Like, to this day, it looks great. So, the, um, the Corfies, those little raptor guys. The Compies? The Compies, yeah. yeah. So, they were, like, extremely difficult to animate. Because <laughs> it, it was a crowd sequence. <laughs> yeah, I can And they're like, there's so many of these little guys. So the cold first here is because they had like lots of these tiny dinosaur models, yeah. and they had like a full body guy, mm-hmm. and they had to like track the actor's movement afterwards. Yeah. So it's like they wouldn't like look at their falling off him. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff. So they had all this stuff to try to set up the core feeds. There's a behind the scenes moment where you see the actor's jacket, and he has the core feeds like all attached. Yeah, the compies. The the compies. So it's very fun. So they had the um, <laughs> lots of crazy stuff with that. 
So the copies were a cool, fun thing. And then um, the two t- the, they had two T-Rex animatronics. Yeah, because uh, they needed they had the, the mom and the dad. Yeah. And then what's interesting is these animatronics were actually smaller than the original one. Yeah. Because they only were the body and the head. They weren't the legs. Like, if you notice in the movie, there's never, like, you don't see the whole thing animatronic. Yeah. So they only focused on the body and the head because they make two of these things. And there's moments where a few times in the movie, a guy, like the T-Rex will physically pick up a guy. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> like, they had to like be really careful. And the T-Rex was so the animatronic. They picked the guy up. Yeah. Like in probably the meanest scene of the movie so far. Uh, of the both of them? Yeah, when they, when, oh, that wasn't CGI when it picks up, uh... When they, when he picks him up out of the car, it isn't, and then okay. it cuts to a scene where it's CGI. Okay, and, but then I knew that, like, the, when the scientist's arm gets grabbed, and then he gets pulled out, and just blood coming down. Yeah, it's like, oh my god. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah, there was, like, a 50-50 between ILM working on the effects and Stan Winston working on the effects... There was way more CG shots in this movie because a lot more dinosaurs. Yeah. And there was, um, it was very interesting. Apparently, this was more expensive than the original due to the amount of CG in this, which makes sense. There's but do you know what the budget was? Lots. How much? So, what would you guess the budget for this movie would be? How much? Would, okay, give me a hand. How much was the original Jurassic Park? I don't know how much. Let me see. I can tell you that. I can tell you based on what you just said that it's got to be less than a certain number, but... uh, I want to say the original Jurassic Park was $100 million. The original Jurassic Park was $63 million. Oh, $63 million? Okay, I think Lost World was $100. $73 million. $73? Still, $10 million more dollars. God. Dang. There's a lot. I'm I'm sure the San Diego (laughs) finale was like a third of that budget. Yeah. So... I want to talk about the, that scene, so... Oh my god, there's so much stuff about it. So there's still a good amount of stuff here, so I don't want to go into everything because it's like an hour and a half. But the, um... So originally, the, um... Running through this... So in the scene where the T-Rex smashes the bus... Yeah. Like, I saw that behind the scenes. They had, like, canisters in the bus and, like, lots of hydraulics that would, like pull the bus aside in and it's crazy they only had like one time to do that they're like we gotta get this shot right yeah because they like impounded a bus from the inside because they weren't able to do it from the outside because then it would show up in the effect yeah and they needed the t-rex to like come in on top so that like smashes the bus in and it's like one of the best effects in the movie it is a very good it's a great effect and it's like it was one of the crazier ones they had to do on that there's all these things about um the effects, you know, the soundscape for this movie, they use a lot more, like, drums and bongos to kind of give more of, like, a jungle yeah. atmosphere yeah. compared to the first one, which was kind of cool. They, um, they, were, they used walrus whistles <laughs> for the atmosphere, for the, some of the soundscape background, oh, wow. and the poor sound designers had the microphones up to the walruses, and they'd feed them, it sounds like they'd feed them fish to, like, get them to whistle and stuff, because huh. they'd go whistle for food. And the walruses would whistle, and, like, chunks of fish would hit them in the face while they were recording it. So those were happening. Uh, The copies were bird sounds, obviously. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Uh, the pterodon screech that kind of comes at the end, the bird, you know, yeah. pterodactyl. It was altered noise from dental floss <laughs> being pulled oh. out. So it's crazy the amount of things they've had to do for audio for, like, creatures that do not exist. <laughs> yeah. So all this stuff's happening. And apparently, um, there was an original moment in the film that, that got cut where it, the original ending was going to be the chopper of them leaving versus pterodactyls. That yeah. I feel like maybe that's why it feels so weird that the yeah. the cut from they escape to the dinosaur and you know T Rex yeah. in San Diego is that may have been the in between or something, yeah. but that never was filmed, and <laughs> that was not a thing. But they had like storyboards I saw of it of like oh. the pterodactyls attacking, and uh, yeah, I think I wonder if in the original ending was Vince Vaughn supposed to die there. <laughs> Is that why he does not that show up? That makes sense, because he, he... Logically, he should be in the fucking third act of this, because he's... He's just as invested as the other characters, and he was on the same transport as them that then landed, and then they seem to have ran directly to the dock to stop it. Like, So... Uh, it doesn't make sense why they... Oh, we'll talk about this during the story section. Yeah, but it, it's a weird choice. But yeah. that happens. And one, of the, the last thing I wanted to bring up for effects that's a little back towards the... What we didn't realize is like the fir, first third of the movie is like the baby T-Rex and the camper thing in the trailer. Yeah, we thought that was a lot later in the film. Yeah, we both remember being later. But apparently uh, for like, you know, the visual effects places that were making the film effects for the movie the baby t-rex was like one of the hardest things they've ever done to that point because the baby t-rex had there was two versions of it there was one that was on the table animatronic t-rex on the table and you know that one wasn't too difficult because you know you can hide the wires and everything but in the shots of like vince vaughn and like you know other people carrying the baby t-rex it was incredibly difficult because they had to make the whole thing wireless in 1997 uh, and they had to make, like, special small hydraulics for it, just so it could be able to, like, move properly. Huh. So, like, it was an incredibly hard thing to pull off. Because yeah. they couldn't they go, couldn't have a wire coming out of Vince Vaughn's back, because he's running that yeah. out. So, it was yeah. some crazy things about about the effects of this movie. But, um, yeah, the, I think the effects still look good. This Because of more CG, it, you know, there's more moments where you go... Than the original, yeah. but um, some of the best effects is oh, I fucking love the the first scene where all the dinosaurs are running in the field and like the hunter yeah. guys are coming to get them. Yeah. Like that's a really fun effect sequence. Yeah, like those moments are great. And like, there's this one shot that was probably more impressive than the original when it was the um, they're both in the trailer and it's like one long panning shot and you see like one T Rex on one side and one on the other. Yeah. At the same time, the, and you see the baby T Rex like, like at the same time. It's like that. That was a lot of money. <laughs> it looked like a lot of money. Like three, three animatronics at once, on one, on one scape, and then they shake the trailer. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. So that's about that's about it for effects at the moment. Do we want to go on our commercial break and then come back to talk about the story? Yes, we can. Okay. So let's get back to hear about all the wacky stuff that happens in that Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> Imagine they just called, like they called it Lost World, and then they called it Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing it would have been, imagine 
three colon Jurassic Park. <laughs> Gotta keep in the naming convention. <laughs> World Jurassic. Sick. Oh no. World Jurassic Park. Kingdom Fallen World Jurassic. Oh god. We were following the dinosaurs. But we ended up making tracks. The Lost World Jurassic Park. We were out to capture a raptor in our net trapper when suddenly a bull T Rex. His roar shook right through us. Fire! That's when the bull T Rex got teed off. Dino damage! Even the survival pod couldn't save us from his bone crunching jaws. Something has survived. Look for the mark of Jurassic Park figures and vehicles each sold separately. Okay. Okay, so uh, it the story holds together mostly through the island. I mean, it's it's got some weak sauce parts and a lot of smart people. Uh, well, people the movie tells us should be smart, doing very acting very 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 ungodly stupid mm. uh but you know it I have, as a story it still makes sense uh like yeah i don't know i because like i don't know the lead up to the trailer sequence where no one will answer the emergency phone because they're setting the dinosaur's leg and it's like it was dumb because like you can tell they know they heard it boop 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 and he goes hey whatever he like goes halfway to the phone. And it's like, help! I need to hold him down. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I I feel like almost it should have been like convenience. And like there are ways that could work better. Like I don't know if if like the T if the baby T Rex had like burst out of its straps or something, that'd be like an excuse where it's like going to get the emergency phone. But then it's like, oh fuck! This is something right. that needs to be like, right, oh, right now. now. Yeah, but like. But no. I don't know. The way it's framed, Vince Vonge and Julianne Moore just seem really stupid. Oh, what's going on? Oh, look at what you So, it's a whole thing. Yeah, so they get to the... I I thought... I remember the sequence with uh, the beginning being longer. Or, sorry, shorter. Where he's talking with the guy who actually started the park. I yeah, thought that John was like Hammond. John Hammond. I thought it was like a two second, like fifteen seconds. Like I can see the park, okay. But like it's a pretty extended sequence, and then like the Jurassic Park theme starts playing as John Hammond is just sh- shambling around, yeah. <laughs> and then it ends before. Like the there's some weird music choice, like not music choices. The music's yeah. good, but like where they do it. Yeah. Like there's a moment towards the end where she's getting off the island, and it's like. The triumphant score. She's like smashing through the window. Well, not getting off the island, but like, so she's escaping the velociraptors. But it's it, uh, by accident. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> she falls and keeps hitting stuff in a funny way. And it goes ba 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 like this happy, cheerful. Yeah. It seems like the score, like they put it like five seconds too early or something. Yeah. But that happens. So yeah, they get to the island, and you know, there's the big game. They start off, and the guy's, like, trying to, uh, you know, Goldblum's trying to find his girlfriend on the island. Yeah. And, uh, his adopted daughter, question mark? I, I think so. Like, I... there's, like, one line. No, no, not her. adopted daughter. It's his 
actual daughter. But the what? But the, the, the yeah. mom ran away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the mom's not ran away, but she. But she like, skipped off to Paris. Yeah. Said. Okay. So that happens. Like, there's a lot of front loading. Where you're like, okay, got it. Yes. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Site B. So, which site B is the site that they use oh, to grow fuck, dinosaurs. I knew it. Okay, this doesn't matter at all to the story, but I had wondered that because I had wondered in the opening sequences when, um, when you know, when Ian Malcolm's on the subway, there's mm. a guy next to him. He doesn't have a line. And he's only in like one shot. There's a guy standing on the subway near him, and I thought. Is that Eli Roth? And it was Eli Roth. Wow, good good pick. I got... You have no idea. Don't have Eli your Roth eagle eyes, Nolan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Inglorious Bastards. Donnie Donowitz. <laughs> oh, really? Also, he goes on to be a famous film director. Um, but, yeah, oh, look that's... At that. So they get to the island. Jeff Goldblum finds you know, finding his girlfriend. And all of a sudden... Because she's tasked with a small research team to not interfere in the island, you know? To observe but not interact with it. Which, there's kind of some dumb stuff she does where she tries like, pet a stegosaurus. Yeah. And then later in the movie she's like, you can't turn a, bla- a blade of grass down. It's, so that stuff's kind of weird. Yeah, it's... She's just so dumb. And no one seems to be taking Ian Malcolm's concern seriously despite the fact that he's one of the few survivors of an incident like this. Yeah, like he's like it's very. <laughs> it's clearly established that he has told his girlfriend about his horrific experience from these dinosaurs, and she's like, "Yeah, well, don't worry about it. You know, it's fine." Yeah. Like it's kind of weird. It's like it's having its cake and eating it too. It's like she yeah. knows, but she doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> but yeah. So the crew is Jeff Goldblum as Ian Malcolm. Uh, Julianne Moore as his girlfriend and a living paleontologist, Sarah. Uh, Vince Vaughn as what we think is a photographer, but oh, eco-terrorist. he's actually an eco-terrorist. Uh, and then Richard Schiff. Is a bald man. <laughs> yes, Richard Schiff. I, I don't know what Richard Schiff does in this. I think he's supposed to be like, oh, if things get out, like, he's he'll... He's tech guy, I guess? He, he's also kind of like they're, like, if a dinosaur's gonna kill them, he can tranquilize them kind of thing. Yeah. He, like, he's the only one that knows how to use the rifle. Yeah. At least at that point. Uh, I love Richard Schiff. This is before he, his big breakout role in The West Wing, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so what happens is they get... The island, they're thinking, oh, we're now being secretive, being, like, quiet and, like, trying to serve things. And then here comes, like, 30 helicopters. <laughs> yeah. And, um, apparently as well, because the, the whole big kind of, uh, thing that's happening is John, John Hammond? Yeah, so yeah. John Hammond sent this crew. Or he, he did not send the crew. No, he sent, he sent the small crew because... He wants to prove that his nature preserve works in enough time, as quickly as he can, so that his corporation will not move on trying to monetize it instead. Yes, and specifically his nephew, yeah. who's kind of like more of the CEO guy now, yeah. where like and he's kind of the one in charge now, and they're like, you know, they covered up the original island, and he's yeah. like, you know, oh, we're going to make money now. 
Yeah, and the nephew brings a bunch of big game hunters, which is the best plot line in the movie. It's very fun. Because just like a crew of big game hunters to come and help wrangle some dinosaurs. And they're yeah. just all like, I don't know, they're it's a, a great... fun crew of people. Yeah. I want to bring up that I love that opening scene with all this run, like driving in the field, yeah. and the main hunter guy who, whose whole goal is to hunt a T Rex. Yeah, he he has eschewed his large fee <laughs> to instead just get to hunt one on one a T Rex. Yeah, just pretty pretty wild. Yeah, and he like he's like you know he's driving in the jeep and he's like on the side seat and he like has like a piece of paper for like each dinosaur type and he's like ah the the elvis one yeah (laughs) yeah so it's a fun it's a very fun sequence and our main characters like the scientist people are like oh no they're gonna like you know disrupt the order on the island and like do all this so they decide and the the main hunter guy finds a baby t-rex breaks its leg and then um stakes it in the ground and hopes the whales of it will draw them the mother yeah. Or the dad. To, to, or he simply wants a, a, a male. A buck. <laughs> yeah. And so he's hoping that they show up. So he's camped out way too close to the main camp. Yeah. I don't know if it's that he was way too close or that that's how big the mayhem was. <laughs> that the, from... the truck just shot yeah. from like 50 feet or like 100 feet or something. Yeah. But um, he's basically like. Using the baby as bait to get the big guy to come in. Yeah. And then after that happens, then that's revealed. Oh, Vince Vaughn's like an eco-terrorist. Because yeah. they locked all the dinosaurs up in cages. Yeah. So they and... free all the dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs wreck havoc. And one of the other cool scenes... Like, there's a lot of cool scenes in this movie. Yeah. Like, scene, like, you can do like a half an hour scene compilation to be great. Yes. The in-between glue is the stuff that's faulty. It's so bad, the glue. So but, yeah, so there's so the eco terrorism. Ha- we don't have to do a plot by point by plot point. I think let's just talk about the sequences we like on the island at this point because yeah. it's a Jurassic Park. They're on the island. Everyone's getting picked off. They eventually oh. get uh, are able to get in contact and get a rescue off the island. That's what you need to know for now. We'll talk about the finale on its own. But yes, yeah. So, so and the good plot, the good set pieces are that. That camp, uh, that oh, the trailer, the trailer scene, the trailer scene in which so they've got like a weird, like accordion trailer, and it's like two segments on it, yeah. And so they're operate, they're set operating on the baby T Rex to save its life in there, and that gets the mama and the papa to come. And the mom and the papa are like pushing it off of the cliff, and then like. Richard Schiff's character trying to save everyone by like winching it up, and he succeeds in he succeeds enough that they in getting them like to safety, but not before he's picked up by two T Rexes and ripped apart. Oh, it's so brutal! I really love the scene too because like they are the T Rexes are individually ripping up pieces of the car. Yeah, like you see like the airbag go off yeah. and like the left side. Like it's really cool. Yeah. Then you've got the uh, the se- next big sequence. Well, not big, but the next sequence is, I think, uh, that's Peter Stormare as Dietrich, the the bully, the the bully uh, of the Cormie of the, the. Yeah, the guy who likes to to like 
torture the compies for fun. Yeah, so they he, eat him alive. He, yeah, he, he like goes off to pee and they eat him alive and then and then that's what draws uh Pete Pasta Waits uh main hunter away going to look for him, which gives time for everyone to be attacked by a T Rex again. And Oh yeah. And in that sequence of being attacked by a T-Rex, a lot of things happen, because it's actually, like, more in one large extended sequence, because that one feeds right into the uh, into the tall grass. Yeah, there's, like, a few very long, like, the trailer sequence, yeah. that's, like, I think it's, like, ten minutes. Yeah. It's and, long. It's, like, yeah. boom, now they're in the trailer. Nope, now it's going off the cliff. Now he's trying to hit them. Oh, now they're doing this. Yeah, but, like, they're long scenes. But, yeah, so that, so then... What happens is that uh, he, the the camp is attacked by the T Rex, which seems to just be acting out of vengeance now hmm. for the previous uh, stealing of the baby, and it like kills off a bunch of the guys. Uh, then they run it for cover into the tall grass while while Peter Stormare <laughs> is a. Uh, is like hunting it, and he does hunt, and it happens off screen, but but he does yeah, hunt he does it get and it. get it. It tranquilizes it, not kill yeah, it. Yeah, because Vince Vaughn stole his bullets. Uh, but, yep. Uh, but yeah, it, they run into the tall grass for cover, but there are velociraptors in there, and they all just fucking like take everyone out. <laughs> it's so funny, because the... The nephew guy is like, guys, don't go in there. There's a lot. Don't go in the tall grass. And like, as he's running into the tall grass, yeah. like it's things like that. Oh, that wasn't the nephew. That was his. That was. I, swear, I thought that was the glasses guy. Well, there are two glasses guys. That's the. That's Peter Stormare's best friend. Oh. Who gets upset about that guy dying? Okay. AJ died. But yeah. So. But yeah, all those guys get wiped out. Then. The next, well, I guess it is just these three things I'm thinking of as separate sequences are one long sequence because they feed right into each other. Cause they really do. Then you get the full-on Velociraptor uh, building scene, and where that one's got some interesting stuff to it. In that, I don't under the implication. I don't fully understand the implication of Vince Vaughn seeing the Jurassic Park stuff in there because, like. So, my understanding from the the setup to the movie is this new island, Isla Nublar, or Isla Sorna? Isla Sorna. Sorna. Uh, Isla Sorna is, like, they moved some of the dinosaurs over to here as a nature preserve c- to figure out why, because the dinosaurs weren't dying, so <laughs> they needed to figure out, ooh, so they just, like, moved them over there to be safe. I thought it was... But then, Vince Vaughn... Finds a plans for Jurassic Park, and I don't in know if that like there. Well, I thought it was that. If I'm, I thought from the opening it said Site B was the first one, like this okay. before the showy park and everything. That's where they had yeah. the dinosaurs grow up. Okay. And they, they you know they would capture them and bring them to the park. Okay. That's kind of what right. I got out of it. Okay. That so makes it's kind of maybe like what Vince Vaughn saw there was like prototypes okay. of what Jurassic Park was to be. Yeah. Because I'm guessing, you know, John Hammond would want to be on the island and, like, yeah. see the dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah, okay, so, that makes sense. Maybe that's where his planning space was. Maybe I'm making this movie better than it is, but... <laughs> yeah, but anyway, but, so Vince Vaughn calls for help 
And then, it, but while that's going on, everyone's fighting off velociraptors, and a little girl kick flips <laughs> a velociraptor out a window, impaling it. Yep. And it's uh, it's wild. Yeah. It, it's it comes so out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, because like we haven't talked much about the daughter character, but you know she's a typical kid in these movies where she's like, "Oh my god, dinosaurs! I'm scared." I think she does have a line about gymnastics earlier. Like, she has to. Yeah, but like one, and then like she does like a kick, like whoa, 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 bang, and it's like what? Yeah. And I'm trying to think if that's the only time we've seen a, a person physically like fight a dinosaur barehanded. Ooh. It's gotta be. It. I. We'll see. Unless something with dominion. The kick punch punch turns. I could do this all day. I could do this all day. Yeah. But yeah, so that happens. Then then they all get saved. Yay. Uh the sleazy Hard business cut. The sleazy businessman asks The hard cut happens after this. Okay. The sleazy businessman asks the big game hunter, Hey, you've helped me a lot. Do you want a job at the par at would you like a large job at the uh, at the new park? And he he says, "Fuck no." <laughs> uh, well, his exact line is, "I've been around death enough." Yeah, been enough, death enough. And then he's gone for the last half hour of the movie. Boom. As is Vince Vaughn with less explanation. Yeah. And we're and now we get to the climax, which is. Dumb. It's really cool, but really dumb. <laughs> like, seeing the T-Rex run around in the city with, like, lots of car accidents and crashes and all that stuff is fucking... Uh, I love it. Yeah. The way that they get the dinosaur there is the dumbest thing in the movie. Yeah, just... <laughs> it, I... It's, there's no connective tissue. I, I've already, I said this, but, like, it's literally smash cut from that to... To uh, Ian Malcolm and his girlfriend trying to break into the into this event of the dinos- of the T Rex's arrival. Yeah, and it's like, wh- why is this? What? Like, wh- like we need some more in between on this. Yeah. Though it just happens because keep in mind we're like, we timed it. What was it like twenty like twenty something minutes? Yeah. Which, you know, minus credits, we have, like, 20 minutes left in the whole movie. Yeah. It's like, boom, now we're in this completely new location. And now, the hunter guy... Is the hunter... I guess the hunter guy is the antagonist for most of the movie. I I don't think he's the antagonist. I I guess the dinosaurs are, but, like... (laughs) Like, I don't know, he... Because he's not a hostile force towards the other characters, so... Yeah... He seems more ambivalent about, like, the lady saving the baby T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of just like, hey, whatever. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of weird the third act. It becomes, like, the the evil, biz- the, you know, the business guy is our, like, yeah. this guy's the bad guy now. Yeah. So they chase him around. You know, they get the T-Rex. It's really interesting because I think when you brought up that, there's pretty sure there were reshoots, and in the original version, there were supposed to be velociraptors on the boat, too. Yeah, that, and also, like, there was some, I found a, I found in a little bit of research on this that there was, like, 
some stop and start where like there was some location they were supposed to use for the film that they pretty much like the day before were like, ah, we can't, and they had to go on pause, and then they resumed a little bit after that. So there were production troubles uh, in the middle of filming, and that's, I think, a lot of why this feels so weird and tacked on uh, is, but, yeah. but yeah, so it's essentially, well, first we get to see a little bit of T-Rex mayhem in, uh, in the big city of, you know, going out to the suburbs, eating a dog, uh, then, uh, you know, eating people, running away on the streets. Yeah, oh my god. And then, but then it's, uh, mostly a car chase of getting yeah. there, they're trying to lure it to back to the boat to with contain the it. Yeah, with the baby. Yeah. And, yeah, so they do that. They get back to the boat, and... The, okay, one thing, okay, I gotta bring it up before that, is that when you originally, the boat just smashes into the pier, because all the people, and you revealed that all the people on the boat with the T-Rex were killed, and it it definitely looks like it was supposed to be velociraptors that killed them, not a T-Rex. <laughs> because inside of a, inside of a room that is otherwise completely intact... There's it's just like an a, arm, a, a hand. hand hanging on to the steering wheel that's been that uh, that's been severed or bit off or something. Yeah, it just really it's like what? And it looks like the T Rex is was still in the hold the entire time. Yeah, like it's and, it's a dumb decision where the guy's like, open the cargo hold. There could still be people in there. Yeah, like just dumb decisions. But eventually they lower the T Rex back into the the boat. And then the, um... The okay, so this is really... After this boat crashes into yeah. the dock, they just back it out with the T-Rex <laughs> in there and leave. Yep. No repairs necessary. All set. And on top of that, um, the evil nephew guy tries to, like, capture the baby T-Rex, and then he gets eaten by the, the baby T-Rex, by the mama yeah. T... Well, the daddy T-Rex looks on... Proud, very proud very yes. proud but yeah so that's so, that's that's everything that happens in the movie and there's like a there's like an epilogue where they're all just like sleeping on the couch and yeah you well, get the john last hammond john hammond a little speech little speech about like these creatures must have this sanctuary and then we get the end epilogue where it's just the dinosaurs you know being their little dinosaur selves in the island and then it's revealed there's pterosaurs yeah which like Is you it, said, that was supposed to be like the helicopter sequence. Yeah, they were supposed yeah. to be introduced before this moment. <laughs> so now it just serves more of as a sting for what the third one was going to be. But also, like, <laughs> if you want to keep this as a as a localized preserve, yeah. flying dinosaurs are not a good idea. Yeah. Like, that is inevitably going to be a really dumb idea. Yeah, it is. Uh, but then, so... And then we get to cr cut to credits. Yeah, and so now we're going to play a little game, which we teased on the last episode, I believe, in oh, which yeah. we pitch, how do we make the other Jurassic Park movies good? Oh, and yeah. so, Brandon, would you like to pitch first, or should I? I I have a, I have a pretty fun one. Okay, yeah, you go first, For this first though. one. So I think that... Out of any of these Jurassic Park sequels, I think this one 
has the least amount of changes you'd probably make. Like, like we said, there's so many good set pieces in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just the connective tissue that's bad. Okay. So, like, I wrote down, like, I love the premise of the Site B is, you know, this awesome, very different idea than the first movie. A very different feel. Like, it's not even really a park. It's just like a, you're on an island with dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, you know, this disgraced scientist from the first movie is like, oh, I gotta save my girlfriend. All this stuff works. Um, I think the... One of the weakest parts of this is, you know, you can fix some of the connective tissue parts, yeah. smaller things, you know, edits, adjustments, all that stuff. I want the nephew to be extra sleazy. Okay. He's boring right now. Yeah. I didn't even remember he was a thing until we rewatched this. He's a nothing character. And, like, I feel like... You should make this guy more of the villain of the whole movie. Okay. Like, the, I think... Okay, so we know from the first one that this company is failing, right? Yeah. This company is failing. This company is not doing great. It's on the way out. Like, this is their last ditch effort is to, you know, take these dinosaurs and throw them in, like, a shitty zoo, right? It should be shittier. It sh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like... To me, it just looks like, okay, it's a dome that kind of looks like the first movie's opening area. Like, I want want them to be, like, selling out where they're like, we're going to paint Coca-Cola on these motherfuckers. Like, I want the... I want the nephew to be more like a sleazy... Like, I want him to be wearing a pair of, like, of, like, Jurassic Park glasses merch the entire movie or something. And being like, listen, Jack, we gotta we gotta get these dinosaurs in, and we're gonna sell them on t-shirts. We're gonna give, like... We're gonna these give ourselves... Be bigger than hula hoops. Basically, we're gonna make Brachiosaurus rot, like, saddles for kids to ride around in circles. Like, just extra shit. Like, more memorable, because it just takes such a... Like, because in the first one, there's this debate about, oh, capitalism and, like, yeah. these animals. I wanted them to push that in this movie, where it's, like, not only are they trying to make money, they're desperate to make money. Okay. Like, I want that kind of idea, because it kind of felt like they're taking the dinosaurs, and then it kind of just stops there. Like, I wanted more of, like, we got a brand with Coca-Cola about these dinosaurs and all this. Like, okay. more of the shitty, like marketing business guru guy. Alright. I think that would have saved a good amount of this movie for me. Okay. A more memorable guy like that. Alright. Well, my pitch is kind of a radically different refocus of this film. Okay. In which we cut out all characters from the first Jurassic Park. No characters from that first movie. Hmm. They're donezo. And instead... It's the story of the big game hunters going in for a fun fun little excursion, but uh uh-oh, some eco-terrorists are causing some trouble. And I think all of the fun set pieces could easily be transplanted onto that. Like, there's no reason that the hunters couldn't just have a trailer. (laughs) (laughs) No, never. (laughs) But, like, I... So... That would be, that's how I think you would be able to save this movie, is the hunters are the most fun part. They're a new idea. They're a very new idea of, and kind of a different take on the commodification of dinosaurs. 
And I would want more. I would want the focus entirely on their ill-fated hunting trip. Mm. And st and you end the move. And Pete Postlewaite slowly learns over the course of it that wait, they're not here to hunt for fun. They're collecting these for the zoo. Mm. And then he's like. They, he's offered a job at the zoo from the only other survivor, the sleazy business guy, and it ends still with his line, I've had enough of death, flies off, end of movie. I feel like that'd be a lot tighter, a lot more fun of a movie. We just slowly realize it's like, wait, we're shooting them with tranquilizer darts? <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that could be a really enjoyable time. Just at first, the rich guys are like, catch and release, dude. <laughs> catch and release. But yeah, so that's how it And then they realize, it's catch, baby. No release. <laughs> <laughs> all catch. Oops, all catch. <laughs> okay, so do we have anything else to say about the Lost World Jurassic You can easily do that where it's like they catch the dinosaurs and they're like, yeah, we'll have another team. We'll release them in the wild correctly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang. Um, I think that's about it. I think I want to say that I'm interested in that Obviously, our next episode is going to be Jurassic Park 3. A movie that we're going to see how it holds up based of, versus our memories. But I kind of, at this moment, think I might like more than The Lost World. That's kind of my theory, too. I, I think I may like Jurassic Park 3 more than The Lost World. Yeah. But I, it's going to be very interesting to see. And I'm pretty sure there's a bald guy in that movie, too, that dies. Horribly. Oh, Michael Jeter. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> They're Michael very Jeter. biased against the bald. Jurassic Park hates bald people oh, and hates babysitters. We're going to have the ringtone stuck in our head the whole day. Oh, I'm going to play it the whole time. Do, the do, entire do, episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Okay, see you next time, baby. Yeah, catch you then.